0: It's Sunday, November 20th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Vice President Kamala Harris will underscore America's commitment to defending treaty ally the Philippines with a visit that starts today and involves flying to an island province facing the disputed South China Sea, where Washington has accused China of bullying smaller claimant countries. After attending the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in Thailand, Harris will fly tonight to Manila and on Monday meet President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. for talks aimed at reinforcing Washington's oldest treaty alliance in Asia and strengthening economic ties, said a senior U.S. administration official. Ms. Harris said her trip to Thailand was quite successful, as she reiterated the U.S. commitment to the region Sunday afternoon at a roundtable discussion on climate change. The panel of climate activists, civil society members, and business leaders focused on clean energy and the threat climate change is posing to the Mekong River, which more than 60 million people in Southeast Asia use for food, water, and transport. Harris announced the U.S. plans to provide up to $20 million in funding for clean energy in the region via the Japan-U.S.-Mekong Power Partnership. In other news, the global economic map is rapidly transforming, with trade and investment between the U.S. and Europe booming as Russia's war in Ukraine and fraying ties between the West and China draw the transatlantic allies closer. The U.S. has imported more goods from Europe than from China this year, a big shift from the 2010s when China emerged as America's dominant trade partner. From Swiss watches to German machinery and Italian luxury items, money and products are flooding across the Atlantic as never before. This is helping Europe's embattled manufacturers, which are wrestling with skyrocketing energy prices. It is also pushing East Coast ports ahead of their West Coast counterparts in container volumes after years of a pivot to Asia. The burgeoning transatlantic relationship is part of a reorganization of the global economy along East-West lines. Russia's cutoff of European energy supplies and fears of over-reliance on China have changed how companies trade. On both sides of the Atlantic, Governments have encouraged firms to produce critical products locally instead of in Asia. The U.S. received foreign direct investment worth $74 billion in the three months through June, by far the highest of any country, and compared with $46 billion for China, according to an October report by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Around the world... British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak promised 125 anti-aircraft guns and other air defense technology as he made an unannounced visit Saturday to Ukraine's snow-blanketed capital for talks with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. The air defense package, which Britain valued at 50 million pounds, comes as Russia has been pounding Ukraine's power grid and other key infrastructure from the air, causing widespread blackouts for millions of Ukrainians amid frigid weather. The package includes radar and other technology to counter the Iran-supplied exploding drones that Russia has used against Ukrainian targets. The UK has been one of the staunchest Western backers of Ukraine's resistance to Russia's invasion. Speaking alongside Zelensky. Sunak noted that UK has given 2.3 billion pounds in military aid and pledged, quote, we will do the same again next year, end quote. And thousands of people joined Virginia's football team, coaches, and staff Saturday in honoring three players who were shot dead as they returned from a field trip last weekend. Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and Devin Chandler were remembered during a memorial service in Charlottesville as great teammates who wore constant smiles and sought to brighten the lives of those around them, from fellow players to other students and fans. To the family members and friends seated in the first two rows, head football coach Tony Elliott said, I am grateful for your willingness to share your family's gifts with all of us. The service at John Paul Jones Arena came on a day when the Cavaliers had been scheduled to play number 23, Coastal Carolina, but opted instead to honor their fallen teammates as well as injured player Mike Hollins and another student who was shot. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.